Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's a rite of passage. We had to do it in our day. It'll all be over soon. It'll just flow when you're in there. FM 104's Leaving Cert Survival Guide with the Institute of Education. With only the info that you want to hear to help you ace your Leaving Cert. Welcome to episode 8 of the Leaving Cert Survival Guide. I'm Tara Murray from FM 104's Total Access. And I'm Crossy from FM 104's Strawberry Alarm Clock. We have teamed up with the Institute of Education in Dublin and some of Ireland's best health and wellness professionals to give you a crash course in all the useful information you need to make the Leaving Cert exams that bit easier. Each Monday and Wednesday we've been speaking to some of Ireland's best teachers that will help you with your exams this June. If this is your first time listening in, make sure to check out all our previous episodes where we have covered English, maths, history, Irish, geography, and much more. On today's episode, we're going to be looking at the biology exam, which has become the most popular Leaving Cert subject outside of the Core 3, with over 26,000 students sitting the exam last June. We were delighted to speak to Mona Murray from the Institute about this year's paper, and she gave us so much incredible insight on how to structure your answer to suit the biology marking scheme, as well as what questions you just can't go without studying before this year's paper. So let's see what she had to say. Dublin's hit music station, FM 104. We are now speaking to the Institute's Mona Murray about the biology exam, which is taking place on Tuesday, the 11th of June at 2pm. Mona, can you tell us about the structure of the biology paper and what students will expect when they open it? The paper altogether is worth 400 marks and this is divided into section A, B and C. Section A is worth 100 marks and this consists of what are called the short questions. There will be six altogether worth 20 marks each and you have to do five out of six. And so these can cover the whole course. So anything they can be question can be from a single topic or it can be a mixture of topics, but they can bring you through the whole course in section A. So it's advisable to do all six in case a decision may be made for you that you just can't do one of them. So move on. If you get stuck, just keep going and move on to section B. Now, section B is known as the practical section. So here you have three questions and you must do two. And each one is worth 30 marks, so 60 marks altogether going on this section here. So these questions, they may be just on one experiment, for example, the isolation of DNA or testing something in relation to an enzyme or what they do, which is kind of makes it tricky, is they might put uh, four different experiments in the one question. So that really pushes you and you have to know a lot of your experiments. So we talk about that later. So that's worth 60 marks. And again, in the end of the day, it's a good idea to do all three. But begin by doing the two that you like best. So get into your comfort zone here and don't be stressing out uh, in territory that you're not kind of too happy in. And then section C is the long are the long questions. And here you will have six. Uh, You have to do four out of six. So each one is worth 60 marks. Technically, they're supposed to be long questions, but you look at it and you find that, in fact, they really are 
a greater number of short questions on maybe one or two topics. Again, here they can make it difficult for you in that they can have two different topics in the one question. So they might have human reproduction and alongside that they have plant reproduction. So this is where you can get caught if you haven't done enough of the course. So the long questions then they can be a full page in content, uh, but the answers can be very short. So don't sort of feel that it's going to go on forever. It won't. The questions can be maybe one line, one word even occasionally, but they're highly structured, divided maybe into A, B, C, and then A might be divided into parts one, parts two. And so in one way, it's actually easier than sort of getting an essay type question because the questions themselves often lead you to the answer. And maybe as you read down the question, you know, parts of the content further down remind you of of how to get started. So the questions themselves can actually be a good a good good prompters, you know, when you're trying to get your memory going. So section C anyway, the long questions, uh, four out of six, the last two, number fourteen and fifteen, have internal choice, which means each one is made of A B C worth thirty marks each, and you have to do two out of three. So these can be safety nets in the paper that you mightn't be able to do all of a question 11 and 10, but you find in question 14, well, I can do two parts out of three because generally they're unrelated topics. So you might be just be lucky there. And then the same for number 15. You have to do two out of three and the format would be the same. They can generally be bits, lots of bits, which is difficult if you don't know them. But it's lovely if you have a good command of the paper, you know you're doing it right. And how do you recommend students divide their time between each question? Generally in biology, the students don't have a time problem. Uh, just speaking to students over the years, they find that they have plenty of time. Now, that's presuming that they know a fair amount of material. Of course, if you don't know enough, there's never enough time. But presuming that you are able to handle the paper in a reasonable fashion, you will have plenty of time. So much so that many students do more than the required questions, which isn't a bad idea. So what you do is you do the required number first. So you do your five short ones and do them well. And then you move on and you do the middle ones, finishing up then with the end questions. And in your first run at the paper, you actually you just keep moving. So when you start on a question, you might get stuck. Well, don't dawdle because it'll come back to you. You know, you remember things by association. So things can hit you out of the blue. Maybe an hour's time you're doing a long question, you're doing a different question altogether and suddenly it strikes you because once you've read the question, it's kind of in there. If you know, you're sort of flicking through the cards in your brain and it may well come to you. So my uh, rule would be, my golden rule would be, you know, on the first run of the paper is just keep moving keep moving and if you find you can't answer a question the space is left in section A and B and when you get to section C if you can't answer a section leave a good big space leave lots of space that's the one thing you can have in the exam you can have lots of space so leave lots of space and then move on and keep going but don't sit chewing your pen for long periods the first time you're going through the paper that's for later when you have done the required number of questions and now you're going back and you're trying to dig deeper and find the, the bits that are harder to actually drag up from the bottom. 
Attempt marks have been a constant theme in many of the exam prep interviews we have done so far, Mona. Are they an important factor in the biology exam, though? Not really. Not really. No. It's not like maths where you show the procedure. Um, that isn't the case. But what can happen, what, what is the case in biology is that you mightn't be able to complete something. You might be asked about, say, the light stage of photosynthesis. So you give the beginning steps and you will get credit for the parts that are correct, you know, as long as they are sort of in context. If they're completely out of context, you mightn't get any marks for them. But generally in the paper, it's kind of marked to your advantage and that, you know, if you have bits of answers that are correct, you will be given marks for them. But no, there are no attempts. It's, it's, it's there or it's not there. Being a few weeks out now, how do you think students should go about studying for the actual biology exam um, in terms of studying for the short questions versus the longer questions? Well, it's really all the same. You know, the paper is quite uniform, really, in in uh, in the way that it is structured. It's all really short questions. Okay. And so what you should really be doing is to try and do as much of the course as possible. For example, last year, there are about 40 chapters, I think, in the book, 40 sections. And out of those 40 sections, 28 were examined on the paper. So that's a lot. And because they mix up different sections, you can get caught if you haven't done enough. Uh, you don't have to do absolutely everything. Your teacher will advise you on, you know, possible things that you should or could leave out at this stage, like a topic that you're having particular dif- difficulty with, like, say, genetics. If you really haven't got the hang of genetics at this stage, it might be as well. I'm not saying you should leave it out, but you should ask your teacher about it and get their opinion on, you know, how you should deal with this. In relation to the experiments, what should you study there? You should do them all. There are 22 mandatory experiments. And of those 22, eight of them were asked last year. Was it eight or ten? Ten actually came up in part or in whole on last year's paper. And the one thing you should do is all your experiments. The most you can afford to leave out is one, because if you leave out two and those two come up on the paper, well, then you really, you know, you're bringing down your maximum uh, by 30 marks. So that's the one piece of advice I give my students do all the experiments, even if you're leaving out a section. Let's say you're leaving out DNA because you can't handle DNA do the experiment on the isolation of DA, do that. If you're leaving out ecology, I'm not suggesting you do. There are four practical activities there, experiments they call them, and do all four. So even though you're not going to do the rest of it. So that is a really a must, and that is do all your experiments. And then after that, it's really to try and do as much as you can. But again, if you really can't handle, or if there's a whole section you haven't done, like say another one, another pet hate is reproduction in the flowering plant. And some people decide, I, I just hate it. I can't remember it. I can't hack it. Well, again, I don't want to suggest you leave it out, but, you know, talk to your teacher. I talk to my students individually about that and about making decisions like that. Is there any specific studying techniques for biology? Biology involves a lot of memory. And some people are blessed with a better memory than others. But the two memory tools that psychologists will tell you uh, are one, repetition. And the other one is hand-eye coordination. And so what does that mean in relation to studying? Well, it means looking at something 
and then writing it. So there's a lot of brain function involved in that. So a lot of concentration. And so when you're studying, uh, write out keywords. You haven't time to write out everything at this stage. Write out keywords and then say what it is uh, as you as you look at it there. And the other thing is, of course, diagrams. Uh, biology is very diagrammatic and a diagram should be practiced because looking at something and drawing it are two very different things. So draw them, label them, even point at what you would label and then think about where does that label leave you, lead you, leads you into kind of functions that leads you into other parts of the same topic and so on. So very, very important that you actually uh, have your pen and paper at hand always, lots and lots of paper and lots of work. Learning to be active, not passive, not put your head in your hands and look down because you'll fall asleep. So actively engaged is kind of one of the things that um, hopefully will reap benefits. Is there any particular topics that you think might be bankable this year? Well, um, there are some bankable. It's really educated guesses is what we're talking mm-hmm. about here. Crystal ball. For <laughs> would be just absolutely wonderful. Um, there are certain sections that always come up, like genetics. But then it might be only a small question. You know, it mightn't be a nice meaty one like we got last year. DNA comes up in some shape or form almost every year. The two biggies, photosynthesis and respiration. They've hardly missed a turn, maybe one turn each. But photosynthesis and respiration come up every year. The one that always comes, which is very topical, at the moment because of the Paris Conference on Biodiversity and that is ecology. So ecology is very, very topical and there will be a full question. Number 10 is nearly always that one. It's a full question on ecology and you may even get a short question on ecology. You could get an experiment question on ecology. So that is a good one to do. Food, your biomolecules will come up almost definitely as a short question. It has done so every single year. And then the two reproductions, plant sexual reproduction, human reproduction are frequent, make frequent appearances on the paper. So the scientific method, teeny little bit of that always comes up. The paper is divided, the syllabus rather is divided into three units, unit one, two and three. Unit one is a short one. It is scientific method, your biomolecules, which is your food and ecology. And from that short section, you are going to get two Section A questions and one Section C question, a long question. And you may get a Section B question as well. So if you have done those three topics, they're good ones to have. You know, you can get good running out of that. And then after that, you you just look and see, well, what came up last year? What came up the year before? What's due in innings and so on? Mona, how would you go about advising students in the structuring of their answers? Well, the first thing I would suggest you do when you're starting to answer a question is read the whole question. Read the whole question and let the question sink in. So, again, the brain works in mysterious ways. And so it's um, beginning to process what you've taken in. So when you when you start, then uh, it's really important to start each question on a new page. And in fact, one of the things your teacher will probably have told you by now is that this year, for the first time, biology is going to be marked online. And so are there, some, there are some specific instructions for the students. And one of them is that, that each question must start 
on a new page so that it is kind of clearly picked up in the scanning process by the marker when they are doing their tallying and kind of looking to see, you know, write out the actual results that you get. So that's the first thing that you have to do. Previously, I would have told students do that. The next thing is that um, start each part of the question on a new line, each part of the question with spaces between them. Many of the questions are subdivided into section A and maybe A123. Make sure that you write in the notation. So write down A1 and then read the question again and start deciding on your answer. And if in a question you're asked, for example, explain the following words, write down the word, write it down, explain chromosome, write it down, because the act of writing down actually is it's it's form of a memory process. It's kind of association of, you know, a lot of brain activity involved in just writing something out. So write down words that you're asked to explain. And even in a question, if you're asked, you know, write an account of something, maybe write down the heading like light stage of photosynthesis, write it down. And that focuses you. It also slows you down and gets you into the right material. Space each question well, leaving lines all the time. Leave a few lines between each part and indicate which part of the question you're answering. So that's very important because if you answer section three of a question under and you label it as section two, and if you run it all together in section two, you won't get the marks possibly for the part that should be under section three because you're not answering section three. You are answering, you're putting that in for section two. So you're not answering section three. So read all parts of a question so that you separate your answer into the parts relating to each specific question. The questions very often are highly specific. And so make sure that you do that. So just follow the line of the questions. Keep referring back to the question because we all kind of, you know, misread things the first time. And so make sure you go back and just check that you have read it properly in the first place. Really, really important to do that. So what final words of advice would you give to students that are getting ready to tackle the biology exam? Well, it's really important to keep calm and not panic at this stage. Um, You have been working hard, hopefully, for the last two years. You have done a lot of work. A lot of information has gone in and you have processed a lot of information. And now you're going to hope that it comes back up again. And so make sure you're well organised. When it comes near to the time, check the Leaving Cert timetable. And so decide when you're going to do your first step revision and then the time that you'll have right before the exam that you you will have to actually do the last minute revision. So at the moment though just take each subject and give it the time that it needs. That was Mona Murray from the Institute of Education with lots of information on this year's biology paper. As mentioned the biology exam is taking place in a little under three weeks from today on Tuesday the 11th of May at 2pm. Dublin's hit music station FM 104 And that's all we've time for on this week's podcast. Thanks a million for listening and remember to subscribe and rate the show if you've got some good information from our teachers this week. The Leaving Cert is only two weeks away so make sure you listen back to our other episodes on offer where we've looked at the likes of English, maths, history, geography and of course Irish with some of the country's most expert teachers from the Institute of Education. 
Now for most people sitting their exams this June, they are guaranteed to have at least one disappointment or off day throughout the course of the exam period. It's only natural to be honest, but because of this, we have invited Dr. Coleman Nocter from St. Pat's Mental Health Services in once again to speak to us about how best to overcome the disappointment. It was a really motivational chat that we had the last time and will certainly help a lot of students prepare emotionally for the next couple of weeks. FM 104's Leaving Cert Survival Guide with the Institute of Education. With only the info that you want to hear to help you ace your leaving cert.